0: Welcome to the Divine Rebel Podcast. I'm Pavitra Banavar, also known as the Clueless Psychic. I'm a spiritual guide, creative visionary, and holistic healer. If you're on your spiritual journey towards your personal freedom, then it's time to drop the shoulds and throw out the rulebook so you can connect back to your own authentic truth. Join me for weekly conversations about practical spirituality and interviews with other spiritual practitioners and visionaries on how they're living their authentic truth. Get ready to unleash your inner divine rebel. Hi friends, welcome back to the Divine Rebel podcast. I hope that you all are doing well wherever you are. I hope that fall is treating you well so far. I know that here we, it never really gets cold, but we were starting to cool down and then had a heat wave come through, which was weird, but I think it will cool down again, which I'm looking forward to. wanted to take a minute before I started the episode today and got into the topic to really just take a moment to thank all of you who have been with me on this journey so far, who have supported me, shared, liked, reviewed all the things with the podcast. I know that, you know, I really feel like this is a labor of love and I love always hearing feedback from you guys, whether it's through the DMs or just reviews that I get. And I really appreciate every single one of you who tunes in to these episodes. So I just wanted to take a minute to really thank you guys. I am going to be taking a break. for the end of the year, November and December just obviously with the holidays coming up and things like that, I figured it would be a really good time to take a step back and I'm also reevaluating things and seeing how I want to go forward with the podcast and things like that. And so, I figured it'd be a good time and obviously, like I said, with the holidays coming up, everybody takes a step back anyway, so it's a slower time of year which I'm really looking forward to. But anyway, um let's get into today's episode. So today I wanted to talk about something that Came up in a conversation I was having with a good friend of mine around human design, and it's a conversation that sort of we've had in the past about just things that we see around maybe just human design in the community or just as a system. My friend is not involved in the human design community in any way over the years, as I've gotten more into it. We've had these conversations, and this is something that came up, and I was instantly drawn to talking about this because obviously I'm somebody who really likes to look at things in a more critical way, not necessarily because I'm always wanting to refute things or debunk things or anything like that, but it's just how I am. I'm just somebody who always questions things and doesn't just take them at face value. And so I thought that this topic would actually be really interesting. Because I know I did an episode, I think back in September, I believe it was episode 67, was around the five issues that I had in the human design community. And in that, I know I talked about this idea of how people don't really want to question it, or it's a a very dogmatic sort of community where people are just like, okay, you just take what's given to you and don't question it. Don't go deeper. Just take the information for what it is and just regurgitate it. And I'm not very good at that. And this topic today is around this idea of looking at um, human design as another tool of capitalism, which I think will obviously, like, I think some people will be offended or if they listen to it, they might instantly be defensive of the system. So I just want to look at it in a very neutral sort of way because I guess the disclaimer here is that I'm obviously somebody who does work within the system in terms of I've been doing my own experiment with it over the past two years and I think that it is a system that resonates with me and again, I'm not somebody who would tell anybody what to believe or how they should feel about certain things and so yeah so I guess even for me it's like when I look at these things in a more critical way it's like I'm not necessarily saying that okay I'm never going to work with this system again or anything like that but I think just being aware of certain issues and things that are out there that we need to start looking at these things in a critical way. And so when I was having this conversation with my friend about it, so my friend is a sacral generator and from the beginning she's always been skeptical of the system or just hasn't really fully resonated with the idea of being a generator just because of her own life experiences, going through her own career and, and feeling burnt out all of those things right things that i've talked about here before around generators and mani gens but really when i took a step back and we were talking about this idea of human design really resembling sort of the capitalist system that we are also entrenched in it really awoke something in me I don't know I was really just drawn to that idea like I couldn't stop thinking about it because we sort of want to look at human design or any of these systems as this way of oh but we are moving away from what society or the government or the powers that be tell us to be and we're coming more into who we are naturally meant to be and all of that but then you look at these systems and it's like they're just another way for us to box ourselves in. And and again, this is another topic I know I've talked about in the past. If you go like way further back on the podcast, I've talked about this idea of whether human design is a system that boxes you in. And I don't think that it is in terms of if you are taking responsibility for Really, how you work with it, how you take in the information and all of those things. Like, it can be a very valuable tool. But at the same time, I think that, you know, what really happens in today's world that we see a lot is that people just want these easy fixes. They want somebody else to give them the answers. They're looking for the gurus or the teachers or whoever, the leaders to tell them. Okay, this is how you should feel about these things or this is how you should work with these things and it does take you out of your power with it, right? And I'm going to just start with, I guess, the initial issue with human design that it's funny because when I was first starting out with it and talking about it, I had people who would say, I'm not sure how I feel about the system because it was channeled through this white guy and all these things. And I always could be like, I don't know. Yeah, I was also that person who could defend it and say, oh, but that's not wrong for whatever reason. But really when I look closer at it, it is this like problematic thing, right? Like that it came through this white man and the whole story around that because he was someone who was like born into this upper middle class family. So already it's like he's steeped in white privilege and he worked in marketing, all of these things in the 80s. And then after this was channeled through him, like he said that he heard the voice, that's what he calls it. Um And that's how human design came to him. But really when you look at it more critically, right, like it wasn't just the fact that it was channeled through him. Because sure, that to me isn't the craziest part of it. But I think when I really look at the story around it of, okay, it coming to this man at this time in in history in the 80s, and he was working in marketing, and then some of the stories are like, oh, he wasn't spiritual at all. He was just this regular guy who happened to have this experience, and it changed his life, right? And But there's, like, the story around, okay, he changed his name from, I believe it was Robert Allen Krakauer to Ra Uruhu. So that's, like, what he's known as in the human design community is Ra Uruhu. And to me, that is, that's all the worst parts of appropriation, right? Not that it necessarily came from any particular culture, because I don't know what the significance of Rauru his maybe I should have done my own research on it, but but it's still it's like adopting a like a spiritual name in order to now be seen as like the teacher of the system. And to me, it really did speak to that marketing side of things, like that idea that okay, now all of a sudden because he was going to be teaching this system or like going out and bringing in other people to learn it, like his disciples or whatever, it's like he felt like he should go by this spiritual name and that to me does speak of i'm trying not to use the term cult leader but that is kind of how it comes off is a little bit like he knew how to work the system because to me it's okay if you're somebody who wasn't at all spiritual like I even read one article that was literally like he didn't even know his astrology sign before he heard the voice or whatever and to me I'm like okay so if that's the case if you're somebody who's not into this world at all nothing you like don't even know your own astrology sign like all that stuff it's then why take on this name because it's like people don't need to know you as this person with a spiritual name or something in order to listen to you so that part of it already was a little bit shady like when I really stopped to think about it. And I know when people hear this, they're probably gonna get very defensive and people are, I know... I see, I don't, I'm sure I know people, but I see people in the HD community online that are like gung-ho, defend this man to the death thing, right? Like people are going to get their hackles up because that is, that's how it is, right? Because we've seen it before with other spiritual leaders and it doesn't surprise me that people really do get defensive about these things but really so that's one aspect of it but really when I get down to where did this topic originate from this idea of like human design being seen as this capitalist tool or system it really comes down to how we view the types within human design right like the four or five different types that are out there and of course I know obviously working with the system and all of that that it goes beyond that right it goes beyond just the type you're not just seen as your type but at the same time that is how we associate ourselves we're like okay I'm a projector or this person is a manifester and that is like top level if you will like way of differentiating ourselves obviously it goes deeper into what's your authority and your profile and all those things that differentiate you within that But at the end of the day, like, when we really are talking about human design at a top level, we're talking about what are the types. As I've been talking about this, and and it's something that, like, even from the beginning, when I learned it, I just would repeat what I learned and not really think too much about it because that's how it goes, right? You don't necessarily sit and think too much about it unless it just readily stands out to you, which it really didn't to me. But... As I was talking to my friend, something that we were talking about was these, like, names or I guess the, I don't know, like, the right word to say, but like, I guess the categories we would put people in. We always talk about manifestors at the top of this hierarchy, right? Even if we're not looking at it as a hierarchical system, that is what it is because of the way that we equate these types to either roles from the past or even current roles that people hold we always put manifestors at the top as saying okay they're like the royalty and the leaders and the CEOs like they're the ones who run the show right they're the ones who can initiate they're the ones who which you for okay what direction are we going in the future like that kind of thing right so we have always put them at the top and then I guess underneath like I tend to put generators and mani gens even though maybe they would be somewhere like maybe towards the bottom just because Because of the sheer number, they make up the highest percentage of people, of the population. But they are seen as the workers and the laborers. That's how we've always equated them. And then you would have the projectors who make up 20%. I guess if I'm going to go down. So manifestors make up about 10% of the population. Generators and mani-gens make up about 70%. Projectors make up 20%. And they're seen as like your like priests or heads of religion right they're the ones who guide and they're the ones who are here to show you the way forward and things like that and then you have your reflectors who make up about 1% of the population and i equate them to like politicians who are here to really take the temperature of the people or what do the what do their constituents want and go out and speak for them right because they're the ones who what what's working and what isn't in society and things like that and so When you really break it down like that, you can really see how there is this hierarchical system and how we all fit into it. And what I find so interesting is, so I found this blog post that had a a video that Ra Uruhu had done. And in it, he talks about generators and he talks about what their energy is like and watching this and here's okay here's the other sort of like disclaimer i guess is that people always want to say that so ra uruhu was a manifester and people always want to say that he was there to be shocking and that just listening to him is supposed to be this like shocking thing that and i guess that's in a way to excuse the things that he's saying right because in this video i'm watching it's like he's talking about generators and he literally calls them slaves. I'll put the video in the description box below so you guys can also watch it. But yeah, he basically equates generators to slaves and he says it in this almost, it's not even like a jokey way, it's like maybe it has a little bit of that like smirk to it, but it's yeah. So he equates them to slaves and he basically talks about how they literally know nothing about how their energy works. And they're just here to just keep on working because that's how their sacral works. And listening to this was like, it was really jarring. And I guess maybe because now I'm looking at it through this lens of capitalism and how we are also embedded in this system, right? Because listening to it, it's okay, you're basically saying that this is what these people are here for is just to be the worker bees and, and not sort of have any other role in society. And and that's where it really becomes apparent how much this is just another tool that we're using to put people in these categories and say okay these people are here to be the leaders when we are looking at manifestors right it's like you're saying okay these people are here to be your royalty and leaders and really initiate and then there's the majority of the population that's just here to keep their head down and work right and that's really where you can start to see how It's already boxing us in and putting us in this hierarchical system because really what this conversation that I had with my friend really came down to is that as a generator herself, she talks about how it makes it feel like, oh, like we make up 70% of the population and it's like we are not given the same privilege to rest to slow down and it's all about getting up every day and just toiling and hustling and grinding and that's really what they're here for and of course in today's world we can be like no but that's not what we're all here for and of course generators can also rest and like all of these things of course we're gonna be like no you can totally have rest same as anyone else but at the same time I know even for myself like when I first found human design a few years ago and was really coming into sort of learning it. All the rhetoric was around this idea that sacral beings are meant to just get up. They have this full tank of energy and they just work until they basically tire out at night and then they go to sleep only to wake up and do it all again tomorrow that was the rhetoric and yeah we do call them like the workers and the laborers and things like that even though of course we'll be the first one to say that I believe that any of us can do our own thing if you want to be an entrepreneur if you want to start your own business or be your own boss I'm the first one to say that anybody can do that any type can do that and obviously i'm also not a proponent for everyone having to do that because yeah not everyone wants to like have their own business like some people are literally just I on my nine to five I want to go to work and come home and then live my life and that's to each his own and that's really not what this is about but at the same time my friend always used to say that is the rhetoric around the generators was that it was like you're here to work for somebody else like you're here to bring about the manifestors vision to reality right because we always say oh if you're a manifester like you're not meant to work like they don't have the sacral energy and so you should really be finding people who can bring that vision to life for you and things like that which you know is about saying, okay, go find a generator or a sacral being who can do that work for you. And here's the thing, like, even as I'm saying all of this, I know that I'm probably going to catch some shit from people because I know that these going to come and be like, oh, you don't understand the system because you're saying this and that. But here's the thing is that these are actual things that I have seen, that I have read, that are out there. And maybe the messaging is, changing around it or maybe people are really realizing okay how these things sound but these are all things that I've actually heard so and I can already tell that he's going to be like oh, you didn't understand the system because you're saying this stuff. But this is really what I've seen. This is not coming from me just pulling this out of thin air because this is the rhetoric that's out there. Because the other thing that came out of this topic was even this idea that we look at the non girls the manifestors, projectors, and reflectors as seeing this like privileged few, right? They make up a fewer percentage each individually, make up a smaller percentage of the population. And they're seen as this like privileged few who get to like rest and who get to really take it slow and look at life differently. Meanwhile, the sacral beings are kind of just made to be like, yeah, you're just here to work. Don't worry about reflecting on life. And of course, there is the thing of living in your joy. Like that's what we say, right? Oh, you're meant to live in your joy. But really it's okay sure if you're in your experiment and you're really like working with your authority and really seeing okay what does bring me joy but so many of us because of the conditioning aren't doing that right like it's more about just put your head down and do what needs to be done and be in that hustle culture and all of those things right and so there is this feeling where it's okay, only the privileged few at the top are really given this space and permission to rest, right? As a projector, that's one of the first things that you hear from other projectors is, oh my god, like I always knew that my energy didn't work like that or I always knew that I needed more rest or that I was always more tired and now I can do that now I feel like I have permission and it's not easy not as a projector I'm not saying that it was like oh I found out and then day one I was like time for a nap no that's not how it works but at the same time you are almost given this sort of permission if you really are like okay I'm gonna live that way it does almost feel like I have permission to slow down and to rest because that is what everyone is telling me that my energy needs, that I'm not meant for everyone and I'm not meant to go do all the things and all of those things. And it's like something that you hear over and over again when it comes to projectors. And also the caveat here being that we are moving towards a new paradigm, right? Or a new way of being it in, in society already, sort of these changes that are coming. So I'm not saying that, okay, none of this is valid because I do think that projectors really are showing people that it's possible to rest and that the world won't end if you're slowing down and all of those things. But at the same time, it is hard when you are a sacral being who isn't given the same leeway see we talk about it now and i see more more generators or many gens talking about their own issues with burnout and how they get sick when they are going too hard and all of those things like it's all valid i think that is a huge reason why this conversation is even relevant and important to have is because we are all feeling this burnout it doesn't matter if you do have all the energy in the world it's just not sustainable for the run that you're just gonna keep on hustling even if sure maybe if it's okay i really love the thing i do but if the even for people who really love the thing they do at some point your body's gonna be like yeah but i need a rest so all that to say i think that it's when you really break it down and really look at the system like for me it really is so apparent how quickly people can buy into this hierarchical system or even the dogmatic side of it only because it already so closely resembles what we're doing in society, right? We've already been living in this hierarchical system. We were so entrenched in capitalism and it's really how this system isn't really helping us break out of it no matter how many times i can say oh but generators are meant to follow their joy it's okay but the system itself is not really built for that it's really more telling you like okay but you need to also use up all your energy every day and you also can't really stop because you're just meant to respond like all of these things that that we're telling sacral beings where it's okay if you're not using up your energy you're just going to end up frustrated these are all the rhetoric that's been out there like okay so just to wrap it up though i think for me what i'm really learning with this right because i don't want to just put all this out there and then just be like, okay, here's the problem. But I think for me, what it really comes down to is and what I hope changes, I think, as more people find this system and learn more about it, like not just at the surface level of let me just find out what is my type and let me just play with this system. Because to me, I do think that human design can be a very valuable tool in helping you to work with your energy and work with who you are as a person but my thing is that It was always meant to be something that you enter into as an experiment, something that you really work with and not just something that we use as just another way to describe ourselves, right? Okay, I'm a projector or I'm a generator or whatever. It's not just as a way for people to just be like, oh, okay, that's your type or whatever, your authority profile, like all those things. It's really meant to be something that we work with, that we experiment with because I think that what we will really find the deeper that we go into our experiment is that your body is already telling you when you need rest and when you know when it wants to work hard and I say work hard in quotations because I don't even think it's really work hard but maybe it's just something that like okay you're lit up by a project that you're currently working on and you have the energy to keep going. I don't think it's something where it's all or nothing. It's not like okay, we're all just going to rest forever and not do any work, but it's also, okay, we're also not going to just hustle forever and never give ourselves time to rest. I think that every single one of us has to find that happy medium where it's like, okay, when I'm doing something that I'm lit up by, I don't have a problem putting in the hours and working hard on it, but also I'm going to give myself time to rest. And rest, again, I've done episodes on this in the recent past just around what is, what is slowing down and rest look like. And it doesn't have to look like, okay, I'm either sleeping 10 hours a day or I'm working like 14 hours a day. It can literally just look like, yes, I put in the hours I wanted to work on something today and then I went for a walk or I did something that was just for me. It can look like all of these different things, but really at the end of the day for me, it's about really listening to your body. That's what human design is really all about. Like at the end of the day, it's really about coming back to your own body and listening to the cues that your body is telling you as opposed to the mind, right? Because the mind is going to tell you that we all need to be hustling because that is the capitalist society that we live in that is what the world is going to tell you is if you're not productive if you are not toiling away if you're not doing something every minute of every day that you are not getting somewhere or moving forward or whatever but really if you listen to your body it's not that i is a projector right like it's not that my body every single day is, let's just sleep all day long. No, that's that's not realistic, first of all. And second of all, that isn't even what my body wants every day. Sometimes I'm full of energy and I get so much done in a day that it's, oh, today was a great day. And obviously, we also are working with transits, all those things that... I mean uh, there's a lot of factors right that we are working with but at the same time it's not that every single day is just oh I'm just gonna rest and even as a projector it's not every day is just me over here guiding everyone and just being in this very oh like I don't have to work and all I do is just look at the bigger picture and just tell people how to make things happen. No that's not how it works. So I think for me it really is if you are going to work with this system right if you're somebody who finds it and you really resonate with it and i guess what i'm trying to say is there's two things first of all i want people to look at it critically not critically in terms of just judging it but critically in terms of how do you really feel about this how Do you really want to work with the system? Don't listen to what everyone on Instagram or whatever is saying about, oh, how great the system is or how it can help you in your business and marketing and all these things that sure could maybe come into it down the line and like really help you in showing up as your best self, but really look at the system and say, okay, you know, what is it telling me about the way that my energy is supposed to work and then how does my body feel about that like how do i actually really want to show up in my life like even for generators your theme in life when you're in alignment is satisfaction like how do you want to feel satisfied right like how do you actually want to feel satisfied and if for you it doesn't look like i want to put in all the hours at work or I want to like just toil from morning to night and then go to sleep and do it all again tomorrow, then just like I say with success and that's not even just a projector thing, just like how does success feel for you? Like we really as a society, as individuals and even just as a community, we need to start defining For ourselves, what do these things really look like for us? All we've done for—I don't even know. I can't even put. I know it's okay. We started somewhere, but it's like in my mind right now, I can't do the math. But since the start of civilization, let's say, like we've been working towards this capitalist, patriarchal, white supremacist—all of it, everything. Like we've been working towards someone else's goals or someone else's vision of what it's supposed to be like. And I really do genuinely feel like we are at a critical juncture in our lives right now where we can change that. And I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight, right? But we can really change the way that we operate for ourselves as individuals, but but as a community more. I think that that's really what we need to look at is, okay, I think at the end of the day, it is that all of these different roles like types right not in the hierarchical sense but just all of these different types are there for a reason and i don't think that it's necessarily that it's okay i as the projector i'm going to see this big vision or be the guide and then the The manifestor over here is going to be the one who creates, and the generators are the ones who just do the work. Maybe that's the way it was in history. Maybe like I just always in my mind, I always go back to picturing ancient Egypt and like building the pyramids, and that's what my brain always goes to. But that's not where we're at now, right? That's not like where we're moving to. We are at a time in history where it's we can find all of that for ourselves and say, okay, you know what? Now this is what maybe these roles are gonna be or everybody brings their own strengths to the table and that's really what is is gonna lead the way and like I know I'm speaking in these like big, this big vision of like where we're moving to, but I think that's really what it is, right? I think even when we talk about rest, all of these things, it's all really coming from this place of everything right now can be this revolutionary thing that, that we do for ourselves. Like it doesn't have to be this sort of like, why are we doing it like for the system or for the government or for whatever. It really can be that we are doing it for ourselves and for our communities, right? We can rebuild that. And so I think that's really where, for me, it's, I don't want to operate in this sort of black and white of saying, okay, I see human design this way and now I no longer want to associate with it or look at it. Like, that's not the way I want to live my life. For me, it's not really just about saying, oh, look at this system that doesn't look great on the surface or whatever. It's really about saying, okay, now that more people are finding it, now that the community itself is growing and more people finding it, more people wanting to work with it, we ourselves are now at this critical place where it's, okay, are we just going to keep on feeding the same lines to people over and over again and just saying, oh, okay, you just discovered that you're a generator. Okay, this is what your role is in life. Or, okay, you just found out that you're a reflector. This is your role in life. No. I feel like we're at a time when we can really look at these things critically and say, okay, how are we going to move forward with it? Because clearly it hasn't been working, right? Anybody who is alive at this point and looking at the world can see that this shit is breaking down and it won't be this quick process, but even the idea that the system itself is starting to break down should tell us everything about how we need to move forward. So, for me, at the risk of drawing this out so much more, for me, it's really if I can leave you with two things, that's really all I've got is <laughs> if and when you find this system or any system that you work with, anything that you find, you know, that you feel is for your self-development or anything really take time to see how it feels for you not about how it feels for everyone else or what someone else is telling you really take time to see how it feels for you because that's really all that matters. This is not a system that you need to, sure, you can keep on looking for more information and more information, but if you're not integrating what you're already finding and how it feels for you and how your body takes it in, there really is no point. You're just going to keep on keeping more information onto the pile without actually ever seeing, okay, well, did the initial part of it even sit with right with me or how do I want to work with it because it's not about me saying that okay across the board every single generator is going to feel this way and this is what you have to do so just put your head down and get to work it's it's not like that right it's about you really saying okay but you know what that doesn't feel right for me that's not how I want to live and that's fine right so the other part of that for me is always always going to be look for your own answers, right? Don't look for the gurus or the teachers or whoever. It's okay to go look for the information, but you also need to trust the answers that you get from within and what your own intuition, gut instinct, your body is telling you about these things. Because I always look at my friend who I can tell her, that, okay, she is a sacral generator, this is how she's meant to live her life, but she will always tell me, no, that doesn't feel right for me. And I have to respect that, right? Sure, I can let my ego get in the way and say, oh, oh, this doesn't resonate with her and why, and maybe it's that I'm not telling her the information correctly or any of those things, but also I have to respect that her own body or her critical thinking is telling her, no, this doesn't sit right with me. And you know, we don't know, right? Like maybe down the line something clicks and then it comes together or maybe it doesn't at all. Maybe it's not a system that you're meant to work with or it's not a system that, you know, is particularly helpful to you and that's okay too, right? Like I think that we do tend to get caught up in what's popular and talking about this so I need to also get on the bandwagon sort of thing, but it's okay if the system doesn't necessarily work for you or if you do look at it like yeah this feels very problematic that's totally valid right just because other people will get very defensive and and I've even had these people who are like oh you don't know what you're talking about or you're doing it all wrong it's sure there's a way that's okay I'm being harmful and I'm doing it wrong and there's a way that's okay but that's because I am actually choosing to look at this in a critical way rather than just take it at face value and say, okay, I guess now everybody has to feel this way. So that's what I wanted to leave it at. I really did find it so interesting when this was brought to my attention. I felt like it was just like I couldn't stop thinking about it. I thought it was just so interesting to really look at it from that lens of how this hierarchical system can really box you in again when really what we're trying to do with it as a system is really to say oh okay this is how I operate but yet at the same time I can totally see how overall as a system it can really keep you down if you are not somebody who really wants to think critically about it or even just allow it to really move through your body and see how things feel so On that note, I would love to hear any ideas or feedback, anything like that. If you guys had anything come up for you while you were listening to this, I'd love to hear about it. But on that note, I believe there's going to be hopefully just one more episode of this year and then I'm definitely going to take a break and I hope you all also take a break at the end of the year. I hope you all get to slow down and rest as well. And yeah, I guess... Hopefully I will talk to you again, but if not, I hope you all have a lovely end of your year and I will catch you all in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. If you're interested in learning more about my work, please go check out my blog where I dive deeper into these topics. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at flowinshakti. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.